All right. Well, Daniel, I just want to appreciate you for stepping in and being our guest today. Um, it's, it's pretty awesome. We're going to be able to hear your story and kind of what led you into your passion and what you do for a living. Um, just a little background on the Open We Stand movement and the group. The group was basically created to, to bring together a community of collaborators and small business owners to, uh, to try to keep business moving forward. Because as we know, in 2020, people have had to innovate, pivot, and redesign themselves. And uh, that, takes a, that takes a community because people are seeing things from different perspectives. They're learning and trying things and failing and sharing. And that, that just makes us stronger. So that's why the community exists. And we are so thankful to have people like you, Daniel, on here sharing your story and how you're empowering people to continue moving forward. Um, before we get into your story, I'd love to have Rachel introduce herself. She's here today and she's gonna offer some support and uh, commentary as we go along. Yeah, thanks Adam and thanks Daniel for jumping in kind of last minute. Um, I'm Rachel McCool from GoDaddy. Um, I am one of the founders of the Open We Stand group. Um, just really appreciate everything Adam does to, to find guests and, and interview and hear, hear you guys' story. Um, you know, it's all about, to me, it's all about small business. It's all about helping you guys to be successful. And like Adam said, you know, learning from, from challenges and, and how you can pivot and try different things. And so it's great to hear stories. And Daniel, I'm really looking forward to hearing your story. So I'm going to go quiet and have you tell us what's going on. Yeah, let's go ahead, Daniel. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what you do. Sure. So thanks for having me on today. Uh, this is an exciting opportunity and certainly a group and a, a movement, I'll say, that, that I align with and, and want to support. Um, I am a financial advisor. I've been working with a firm now uh, from the time I was in college uh, for the past six years. And really what we try and help people do is try to teach folks how money works and then also help them implement the things that they need to be successful short-term and long-term uh, financially. How I got into that industry is when I was in school, I had a couple different mentors give me some really great advice and say, hey, what are the things that you would do um, even if you never got paid for it? And for me, as I did some, some soul searching and uh, different <clears throat> analysis and, and tests and strength finders and things of that nature that my university provided, I realized that I loved helping people. I loved educating others about topics that I was passionate about. And I had a unique like for finances and really not just money, but all things relating to finance. As I looked back on my life, I had always had an interest in business I'd always been good with money, even though I'd never really been taught a whole lot about money and um, kind of came across financial advising as an industry that helped serve people, um, certainly dealt a lot with financial things and also, if done well, provided an opportunity to have a nice life for myself and, and at the time, my future family. And so I kind of jumped right in and fell in love and never looked back or never looked any other direction. That's awesome. I, I, I like that you started with when you were searching for your strength 
you started with a like for finance and you kind of ended that with you have a love for it now because you and I have known each other for about a year now, I think. Um, and I've seen that your passion is, is a little bit more than, than like, right? Everything that you do is incredibly passionate and you come from a, a background where you start with the family first and you meet their needs and their perspectives regardless of where they're from. And I just think that that's powerful. Um, you're a pretty young guy. So, you know, finding something in, in an environment like finance can already be a little bit overwhelming or almost intimidating. Um, and obviously we, we need people that are willing to get out there and educate families, right? So I love that you took the opportunity to really figure out that you liked it and you, and you kind of jumped in feet first. Um, tell us a little bit about your experience, you know, working in the, in the environment of, of personal finance as a financial advisor. Tell us about what makes your business unique or different than others. Yeah. So when I got started in heading down this path, the first thing I did was I, I really immersed myself in learning about a lot of different companies. I tell people often that I, uh, I was going to school in Toledo, Ohio. So not a massive city, but big enough to have a presence from most firms in our industry. And I, I interviewed with a lot of them. I talked to their recruiters. I hopped on their websites and ask some tough questions to try and figure out which company and career path aligned the most with what I wanted to do and the vision I had for, for building a business and, and serving people in this way. And that was an exhaustive process, um, not only for the companies I was talking to, but for myself. But the main thing I was looking for was I, I wanted to work with a firm or a group or start my own that wouldn't put any barriers between me and people who wanted help. And the unfortunate reality is many times in our industry, there is a barrier to get access to comprehensive and um, independent financial advice. And so a lot of companies for me personally were just kind of dead on arrival when I asked them a simple question of, hey, what's, what's your account minimum? Or how much does someone have to have to sit down with you? And many times that number was a five-figure number. Often it was a six or seven-figure number. And the reality was for me as a young man, I didn't know many people that had those kinds of assets. Um, and I, I certainly didn't want to build a career excluding folks who didn't. So that's one major difference about the, the company I ultimately started working with is there is no account minimums. And that's something that I love uh, that I can help someone implement and move forward, whether it's by uh, baby steps or maybe leaps and bounds. I can help them move closer to their dreams, financially speaking, um, whether it's 10 bucks a month or, or a number much greater than that. So that's a big differentiating thing for, for our company. Um, the second thing is we focus a lot on education. So I never wanted to be a salesman. I never wanted to be uh, someone that only had a limited amount of solutions that I had to sell to every single person I talked to. I wanted to be someone that could educate people who may, maybe don't have much experience when it comes to finance, or maybe they're intimidated by uh, the financial world. I want to be able to sit down and simply explain to them things that they need to know. 
and then be in an independent position to help them implement the tools and strategies that they needed and specifically the tools and strategies that best fit them. So our company allows me to do both of those things on the education side. Uh, we offer weekly workshops where people can come and not only learn more about our, our firm, but learn uh, basic financial concepts that they've probably never been taught, uh, which they should have been taught, but they haven't. Uh, we also put out a, an entire education system surrounding uh, a resource that often we'll give away for free. It's a book that our firm put out called How Money Works. Um, and you, you can certainly buy it on Amazon. This is, this is what it looks like. Um, but we put this book out and give it to our advisors to distribute to people in an 118 pages in a comic book layout, um, very easy to understand. We give people an A to Z financial education, a basic education that empowers them enough to where they can walk into our office or an office of any other company and have some knowledge of what they should be doing with their finances. Um, it's a book that way they can read it at their leisure and there's no intimidation of coming into my office without that education and uh, just kind of listening to me talk. And um, a lot of times people, that is a barrier that we try to eliminate with the book as well as some of our weekly workshops. Um, so I would say that the fact that we can help anyone that wants help, that we focus on education on the front end and then on the back end, we're independent and comprehensive. So we're not tied to any one company or any one type of product. We can do it all full service. Really makes us unique from a lot of the competitors that we would have in our, in our industry and in our space. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think uh, one of the things you mentioned was you can meet somebody wherever they're at in life, right? There is no count minimums, but something you really touch on, and, and this is my background and my, I guess, experience with what you do, is, is everything that revolves around our lives is either relevant or proximate, right? It, it's either something we want to learn about or it's something that gets put right in front of us and now we have to learn about it. And for a lot of people, they don't have either of those because of the decision they made, which is to become an entrepreneur or a small business owner, like in my case. I've been a small business owner since 2008, independent. And the unfortunate part is I don't have anybody that's helping me fund a retirement plan in my company. I don't have the availability to be part of a large corporation where maybe there are people and they're educating, you know, and, and certainly as a young person that's running my own business, I'm not the, uh, not the, the pick of the crop, if you will, for some of these advisors that want to get the, the, the top assets out there. And so for somebody like me, I felt kind of lost and it's, and it's hard to feel confident to ask questions to people that come across intimidating, right? So the relevance and proximity issue for small business owners is that they're almost like this, there's a void there. And I love that you guys can actually meet somebody regardless of if they're, you know, kids straight out of high school or Bill Gates, you know, and there's, there's, there's no in between there. There's no, there's no uh, dampener, which I love. Um, and I think that that personally has affected my life. And that's actually how you and I got connected because you know, I am a student of the service, you know, how many works. This sucker is, is literally, it's just comic books and it is powerful, easy stuff to read. And my wife and I, we, we made a decision 
back in probably 2014, 2015, to, uh, to really take some of this stuff in and, and be students of this, you know, this easy to read financial guide. One of the things I love that you do, Daniel, and I've seen you do this time and time again with the people that I've sent you to talk to is, is that you educate them without overwhelming them. Nobody wants to get up and decide that they, you know, suddenly now I want to be the most advanced uh, student of financial services. I just want to have, have some smart, smart questions answered. Give me something tactical and practical. Don't overwhelm me. Um, you know, I don't wake up and decide I want to be an engineer all of a sudden and I'm going to go build a computer. I want to know that what I'm going to buy works and it works well, right? So I'm going to understand the basics and that really helps. Same thing with our legal systems. You know, it's, it's, it's a powerful concept to be able to bring relativity and proximity to everybody and just kind of level the playing field. So I really appreciate that that's how you, how you do your business and how you approach your clients and your experiences. Yeah, we certainly try. I mean, I, I, I was talking to a gentleman this morning and I shared with him because he, he works for a, another financial organization and his job is to actually go to business owners and try and help them with some of the services that his company offers. Um, and he works for a large bank. And so a lot of those services are banking focused, but then they have offshoots within uh, some overlap of what we do, financial services, investments, planning, things of that nature. And, and he shared with me the businesses he's talking to, you know, do more than $5 million in revenue per year, upwards of $100 million of revenue. So they're not really necessarily small businesses as you and I would define it, right? That's, that's a pretty healthy organization to, to large organization. And he shared that, you know, the, um, the owners is all that they want to talk to. They don't want to talk to the employees. They don't want to help the individuals who work there. They want to just talk to the, the owners that have the wealth, that have all of the assets, and that's who they're interested in. Well, a $5 million organization has, you know, at least 25, 30 people working there, right? <laughs> and he, his own words was, we only want to talk to one. We don't really care about the other 25 to 30 folks that are, that are there. And so, you know, I kind of shared with him, I was like, you know, I, I understand that business model. It's, it's everywhere in our industry. It's just not me. I'm able and, and our firm's able to have a very simple and basic conversation with the, the, the most uninformed person in that organization when it comes to finances. And we can help broaden their knowledge and perspective. But don't think for a second, that's all we can do. I was like, I can have a very in-depth conversation with the, the most experienced financial person. And I feel like I could still add value and educate and, and bring relevancy and, and awareness to things that they need to know, they should know, but they probably don't because they're not focused on it. And that was very interesting to him because his model is really focusing on the wealthy person, not necessarily educating them, not necessarily interested in everyone else. And he was intrigued by our approach. He's like, wow, that's, that's a lot better <laughs> than what we're doing. But, you know, unfortunately, that's, that's the system he's in. So, yeah, we try to, to build it wherever someone's at to, to take them one step further. Um, and if someone's on uh, the letter A, we can get them to B. 
And if they're further on their understanding of finances, you know, we can help them continue that knowledge and then ultimately bring access to strategies and solutions that will help them accomplish whatever their goal is. I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and I'm just going to say, wow. Um, as, as a person that moved to San Francisco right out of college, and I remember um, being approached by a guy who like way back, I worked in photo labs and a guy that just walked into my store and sold me an annuity when I was like 24. I had really no idea what that was, right? Um, but I came, from a, I came from a family with not a lot of money, but my dad was always kind of a saver. And so he was like, you know, even if you save $5 a week, you know, it's, it's something. Um, so I came from that and I was grateful to my dad for that. But um, I think so many people have no clue as to how to approach, you know, saving for your future. Um, and so they don't, they don't do anything. And they, you know, they live paycheck to paycheck and they think that, oh, if I put, you know, I can't afford to put even $25 away you know, each paycheck or something, because that I need that money. Um, and then ultimately, you know, so many people right now are in the situation where they don't have any savings. They don't, you know, they've lost their jobs or they've lost their businesses and they have nothing to go back on. And so I'm just so impressed, Daniel, first of all, with your passion and, and finding something that you love to do and, and really doing the research to find the right place to work kudos to you because most people don't do that. Um, and, you know, being able to advise people and help people um, in your job is just really cool. So, and it's so, so needed by so many people. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of thoughts there. So uh, one thing that's common in our industry and, and the audience might laugh at this because they probably know someone who makes a career change into financial services uh, XYZ company, they're there for six to 12 months, and then they switch to another company, right? And then you can kind of follow now with social media, it's a lot easier because you can see the updates, LinkedIn, you know, so-and-so started a new position with a new financial company, <laughs> ABC company. And, and there's kind of a, a trend where people jump from ship to ship. Um, I think because they, they don't do the front end work of figuring out which company aligns best with them. And if you don't do that, you know, obviously you're going to have to jump around to find an organization that really aligns with what that individual is trying to accomplish. I saw that at a young age and just decided, hey, I'm going to do that work on the front end so I could link my name to a company that I aligned with. And I would never have to change that barring the, the company's values didn't change, right? Which most companies, their values don't change a whole lot. They are who they are. They, they do what they do. And um, yeah, I'm grateful that I, was, that I was able to do that and had the foresight to do that to avoid having to, to jump around year after year. I think the other thing you said, Rachel, you know, the statistics are overwhelming and um, statistics are what they are. You know, they're, they're numbers that we all hear about and know about that most Americans, uh, I think 44% can't cover a $400 or more emergency if it were to happen to them. Um, you know, the average American is way behind for saving for their retirement. 
Um, you know, we, we all probably know that generally as, as business owners or individuals, we have that awareness, but statistics and facts don't really motivate people to change, right? Um, you know, the, <clears throat> there's a lot of sayings I could quote, but ultimately stories in real life examples and personal experiences is what's going to make people change from not being prepared to wanting to get prepared. And I think we all live in a world right now where uh, we've all experienced uh, a crazy year and uh, specifically this, this pandemic has kind of brought a lot of financial stories to the surface where people know others that lost jobs or they themselves lost jobs. You know, they went for, for weeks and months and many months, maybe without a paycheck and they couldn't quickly find another job. And uh, business owners got hit hard with, with all of this as well. So I think right now we have a unique time in our country where everyone's very much aware of the importance of financial stability and, and having a plan, but they're still not aware of how do I take my desire and turn it into progress or action. And so our firm really all year long has more than ever been trying to get out, you know, the awareness that, hey, we are here to help you, regardless of who you are, regardless of where you're at. Um, you know, I've sent out more of these books this year than I ever have, <laughs> giving it to people and, and person after person to try and help them say, hey, you want some help? read this first and then reach out and let's, let's talk and let's move you forward. So that, that's the, the blessing in all this is that people are awake. They've had the personal experience. And so I think 2021 and beyond, you know, I think we'll see some of the statistics starting to change in the lives of uh, individuals when it comes to their personal financial planning. And obviously our firm hopes to, to be at the forefront of helping people make those changes, but you know, we're not big enough where we can serve everybody. So, so other companies, we, we need them as well um, to, to implement services to folks. And, and it's also kind of caused us as a company to really ramp up our, our advisors and try to attract more because the demand that's out there right now in the marketplace, it was already overwhelming pre-COVID uh, as far as statistics, but now everybody wants help. And so we're, we're actively trying to grow our team in order to, to meet that demand that's out there right now. So it presents uh, a lot of challenges right now, but it also presents a lot of opportunity. Um, and we're just trying to help people through this time and get them closer to their financial goals and dreams. Wow, I have to ask you, are you in Ohio? It sounds like you are. <laughs> I am, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's cool is we have uh, representation in all 50 states. Mm -hmm. So often, uh, especially in the era we live in with everything virtually, um, you know, if, if someone's not comfortable working remote, we, we get it and we understand. Um, and we have networks all throughout the country where we'll connect people with our firm with a local office or a local representative um, to, to help them. Because the mission is nationwide it's not just adam or myself it's uh it's you know five thousand reps nationwide who are actively serving others with this so yeah wherever you are if, if you want to work with us we'd be we'd be happy to help 
um, from a distance or if you're local to Ohio, but if you're in a different part of the country and you want to meet someone locally, we would also be equally happy to make that introduction for you. Well, that's amazing. I, I still am in awe of what you do and, and it's so needed. And I, I think so many people get really fearful about finances and then they don't do anything, right? It's like, oh, I'm, you know, I know I should be doing X, but I'm not going to do it. So really intrigued by your book and that it's a comic book style. That's super cool concept of teaching people. Uh, make it you know kind of fun interesting so hats off to you man like i i just i think it's fantastic the other thing is is uh you know like to your point about typically most most companies will only work with six figure accounts um or above right and so just being able to help people like even just start out and start thinking about it and younger people um now in particular so i still believe that you know part of with the pandemic, part of the reason why so many small businesses are in such bad shape is because they were in bad shape to start out. <laughs> um, yep. They just didn't, they didn't have any kind of cash flow um, to start out with. And so they were living on the edge and then this happened and it's like, boom. Right. So um, hopefully yeah, me- through this, people will, will see like, hey, I need to shore up. I need to, I need to be prepared for anything futuristically. Yeah, I, I made a post pretty early in the pandemic. Um, stock market's in a free fall. You know, this is back in back in March. Things are getting shut down. Uh, people are scared. There's a lot of fear. I made a post on my personal Facebook page, and I said, you know, for six years, um, I have preached a message of living below your means, having adequate savings, you know, having the proper protection. Uh, with with different insurances and having uh, money that you're funding towards your future. I'm like, I've preached this message to anybody that would listen. And quite frankly, a lot of people that didn't want to listen. <laughs> like I have been an advocate because it's my passion. And I knew because history, we, we every 10 years, we go through something, right? I mean, in, in life individually, we go through something every day. But I knew I was like, at some point, the water's going to recede, And when that happens, we're going to be able to see who is swimming without a suit on, right? That's an old Warren Buffett saying when it comes to the economy. And I was like, for six years, I've preached and I've preached and I've preached. And it has all been for such a time as this. And I said, you know, I'm grateful that I've been able in in six years to help a couple hundred folks and families and businesses you know, have peace of mind and to where so much so where the majority of those people that had practiced those things were pretty insulated from everything else that was going on in the world because they had the uh, financial plan and, and they were able to withstand what was taking place. But I also said, man, I wish I would have preached more. I wish I would have been, <laughs> I worked harder, you know, because if I had known the pain that people were going to go through uh, which has been this year, I, I think I would have worked harder and tried to help a couple hundred more. And so, you know, can't rewind the tape, but again, I think people are now more aware they want help. And so it's a matter of, again, continuing to, to preach and get the message out there that we're here 
we are we are here to help. We are open to, to work and we want to get people in a better spot, uh, not only to get through this time, but to be prepared for the next time because there will be a next time. It's just a matter of when. So it's uh, <clears throat> it's been a revealing time for me as an advisor, just to reflect on the importance of what we do. It's also renewed the passion because you know, I, my work and my passion has been the single thing that has helped a couple hundred families avoid financial hardship, which they would have had, had we not worked together. And so that, that puts you in an incredible spot of, of gratitude, but it also puts you in a spot of, man, I wish I had a couple hundred more because my desire is to help people. So that's where we're at now. And moving forward, I, I think, um, you know, we'll, we'll be able to help a lot more now that collectively the country's awake to the, their need for this. Yeah, that's, I, I appreciate the share and, and Rachel, I definitely appreciate the comments. You know, it's, it's sobering this year, what's actually going on out there with just business owners and families alike. I mean, we're, we're all in the same storm, but we're not in the same boat. You know, that's something I've said over and over again. And before 2020, in hindsight's 2020, it's no such thing as a time machine, before 2020, it wasn't either relative or proximate as far as an urgent need. And this year, it's affecting everybody. And, you know, I, I unfortunately, I've, I've had my own personal moment where I felt confident that what I had done through, through learning from my, my mentor and advisor back in 2018, it helped me. I, I had to take six weeks off for a family emergency. And I got to see the power of that personally. But sharing that I didn't share it as much as I should have you know and then in, in 2020 comes around and now it affects everybody it's not a who's getting out of the storm who's who's avoiding it, it it's everybody's in the same you know the same storm so one of the things I guess this year 2020 is really affected is we're all kind of disconnected and that's why I love doing these community meetups because we get to at least be in, engaged and have conversations and, and share our perspectives the things we're learning and how we're surviving it's more than silver linings, it's positivity. And positivity and passion are, are infectious. And we joked about this a couple of meetings back that we need to create an excitement epidemic with this positivity. Um, but it, it's true, people wanna see the positivity. And one of the things I've seen with your firm, Daniel, is that you guys have taken technology to another level. I mean, it's incredible how you guys can reach people regardless of where they're at with your, you know, not just the book, but your guys' website, the fact that you guys immediately were jumping on Zoom and doing educational meetings across the country, I think that that's powerful. And a lot of people were too afraid to really jump out and do that because they didn't know what the, what the blowback was going to be. You know, if they jumped out and tried to transition their firm, what if COVID was short-sighted or what if there was some other, you know, industry restrictions or, or whatever. But I, I just love the confidence that you guys have. You want to speak a little bit about that on, on how you guys are adapting with, with 2020 in the means before we uh, close this out? Yeah, I think I was on a call yesterday and you would think in the, in the year we've had the, the financial business with the stock market taking a big hit and people being unemployed, you would think that we as a company at best would stay flat, but likely would shrink. I mean, most of the time, people don't like to, to move funds when there's fear, when there's uncertainty. Um, 
<clears throat> and I was on a call and we were year to date so far, we're actually up 20% over what we did in all of 2019. And there's still two and a half months left in the year, which is crazy, right? It's like, how is a financial company surging through this time? I think a lot of it is because um, of things we've already said, right? People are awake to the need. They, they want to talk to somebody. And I think we've done a good job over the past six years of kind of late, or at least personally, our company much longer than, than my own personal business. But we've laid a foundation of, hey, if you need help, we're here to help. If you want to talk to someone, our phones are on. If you want to meet, you know, we, we can make that happen because we've, we've messaged, hey, there's no barrier. And so now that people want that, that we, uh, there was a couple months where my phone was ringing off the hook or texts were blowing up or emails, right? All of it. Um, so I think that's one of the, the reasons why we're doing well as a, as a firm. I think the other thing is technology though. We um, adapted right away because we used to do our weekly workshops in person. We would invite people down to our office and talk about their retirement plans and what they would need to consider. And our educational workshops, obviously we couldn't do in person safely. So we immediately took to, to Zoom and other uh, video conferencing platforms and started doing those virtually. And what we found was our weekly attendance skyrocketed <laughs> because didn't have to have someone drive across town, you know, maybe dress up a little bit or change clothes after work or eat a quick dinner and then come like we used to have. People could be at home, have their cameras off and stay muted and, and get the same information just in a different platform and through a different medium. And so, yeah, we had a lot more people coming to those, which then led to people wanting to walk through our, our client process and then to becoming clients. So, I think we just seized the opportunity that was presented with all this when people were home with nothing to do and, you know, can't do anything for two weeks. I sent out hundreds of books and said, hey, you have no excuse for the next two weeks why you can't read a 118 page comic book about money that if you apply, it will transform your life, right? I'm going to hold you to that, obviously, in a, in a friendly manner. And uh, people did, right? Because <laughs> there was nothing else to do. So I think in every crisis, there is an opportunity in this one in particular, since finances were hit so hard, we decided to look at it as an opportunity as a company. We leveraged the tools that we had internally, as well as the tools that uh, the marketplace was using. And, and we, we are coming out ahead and, um, the hope I think I have personally, because I actually moved to a new city in this time to try to expand market share even further for our Ohio operation. Um, I think the, the thing I'm looking at is coming out of this, there, there's going to be a, a tidal wave even more of people who want help because they want to be in the boat that floated during the storm that we all just went through. And they want to get out of the boat that maybe got beat up really bad, but survived. Um, and they certainly don't want to drown again. So I think we'll, we'll have a lot more people on our boat this next time, which will certainly help uh, those individuals uh, weather the storm. Yeah, that's awesome. I just, 
again, I appreciate you. I think that what you do is important. I think that a lot of people are hungry for perspective and education right now, but I just love that you are connecting and committing with people uh, wherever they're at, regardless if they're at home, working remotely and balancing family and life, or if they're a small business owner trying to survive the storm. So I appreciate you for that. And uh, I kind of want to just open it up for any last, last minute you know, comments. Um, Rachel, we definitely appreciate you having you know, attended today and participated because you are just such an amazing example of somebody who is committed to connecting and building communities. So, you know, if, if there's any last minute comments, you know, we'd love to hear them. I'm just, I'm just loving everything I'm hearing. So thank you, Daniel, for what you do. And like I said, you're very fortunate to have a passion and turn it into something that you do for a living. Cause so I think a lot of people strive for that, but don't achieve it. Um, and I'm a firm believer in that a lot of times people don't see doors in front of them. And so they just are closed off to stuff. Um, so just so impressed with you and, and thank you for, uh, for sharing and what you do. Yeah, my, my pleasure. Um, I would end with this. I think if, um, if there's anyone in this group that, that watches this recording that has an interest in uh, getting a copy of this book, um, Adam, I'm sure you can link my contact information. I would love to just send you a copy. You can get it on Amazon. It's called How Money Works. Stop being a sucker. Um, you can get it on Amazon for 16 bucks and they'll send it to you in two days. Or you can send me a message and I'll send it to you and you'll get it in two days, but it'll be free. Um, just a part of our mission of trying to educate folks, whether or not it comes back to me, I firmly believe that this could transform your life. And if you implement the education we give, um, I feel you will, you will reap the rewards and, and be blessed because of it. Um, so I'll put that out there. And then I also close with if, if there are business owners who are struggling right now, that the next storm that comes, if they want to be in a better position, certainly get the book. But if, if there are specific questions or concerns or areas that they want help in, uh, again, I would be honored to, to have a conversation to see um, what education you need and solutions you need to implement in order to be in that better position. Um, as, a, as a company, we don't necessarily like charge for anything. Uh, it's certainly not a conversation or ideas. Um, so I would love to offer that to this group as a way to help protect and prepare for whatever's next on the horizon. So if you'd like a book, let me know if you, if you have a specific question and want help. Again, I'd be honored to uh, speak into that. So thanks again for having me on. Yeah, awesome. I, I appreciate you coming out today. Um, what is the website address they can go to since a lot of people are probably going to jump on their smartphones first? Sure. So I'll just direct you to my personal site. It's uh, danielmiller.co. Danielmiller.co.com was registered before I was born. So I couldn't quite get that. Um, it's the perks of having a very general name. <laughs> but if you go to www.danielmiller.co, that will redirect you to my, my personal website. Um, there is a link on there that says how money works. If you click that, you can actually see some of the chapters of the book. You'll be able to see kind of how it's laid out, some of the characters, if you wanna see that. And you can request a free copy directly from that site as well. 
just enter your name, email address, and um, we would get that copy over to you. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you again for sharing your story and sharing your mission, and especially sharing your perspective in 2020. We all, uh, we all wonder what's going on out there. So it sounds like you're having a good positive year and I appreciate you sharing your story. Yeah, thanks again for having me on. Rachel, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. And I have a question for Daniel after you stop recording. Sure.